Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Retirement Learning Lab. I'm financial advisor Van Richards, and I'm here to help you grow your financial knowledge so that you can be in control of your financial future. Today on the Retirement Learning Lab, we're answering the question, does asset allocation still work in 2022? If you're like a lot of other people, you probably began your investment journey when your employer offered you a retirement plan. More than likely, your employer provided you some very basic information about how to divide up your retirement plan contributions. That's called asset allocation. But with all that's been happening in the world, you may be asking yourself, does asset allocation still work? is how you divided your investments doing what it should. But first, let's talk about why people divide their investments in the first place. I learned a long time ago, as probably did you, that dividing your investments is much like collecting eggs in a basket. If you drop one basket, you're not going to break all of your eggs. So dividing your assets can help to reduce the possibility of a total loss. While that old analogy is still true, our objective in asset allocation has changed slightly. It's not only to reduce the general effects of an overall loss, but asset allocation is used to affect how much your overall value fluctuates. Simply put, asset allocation is spreading investments in such a way that all the investments do not move to the same degree. The primary reason that people use asset allocation is to control the risk of investing. Before I get too far into today's topic, I want to tell you about a free tool that I have made just for you. I know that some of you love the details about investing, but I also know that many of you just want to see the examples of how to invest your assets now, and then you can figure out the details later. So. If you're in a hurry, rather than waiting to the end to give you the investment models, I'm going to jump right in and I'm going to give you those models right now. If you want to see the asset allocation models from today's show, go to a special website that I've created just for this show and you can download them right now. Go to www.assetallocationmodels.com and you can download those models for free right now. Okay. Let's get back to discussing if asset allocation still works in 2022. What would you say if I ask you this question? What's causing you to worry about your investments? Of course, you may say it's the war in Ukraine, it's the pandemic, it's inflation, or it's the myriad of other things that are happening around the world. But when you get to the root of any investment anxiety that you have, it is this. As of late, the investment markets have been bouncing around a lot more than normal. And any time that you lose value, that's bound to cause some anxiety. But if you're worrying about it more than usual, you may be thinking about the problems that market volatility could cause in your life. So what could that mean to you? Perhaps the closer that you get to using your investments, 
the more that you're going to tend to be concerned about those investment values. In other words, if you lose value, you might have to postpone retirement. Or if value drops, you might not be able to pay for future medical expenses. Anxiety over any of these issues may cause you to ask yourself if you're doing the right thing. And when it's related to your investments, many of us are asking ourselves, does asset allocation still work in 2022? And the answer to the question, does asset allocation still work in 2022 is yes. But that affirmation needs to be qualified. Yes, it still works if it's done right. To explain what I mean, let me give you an example of asset allocation done wrong. Early in my career, I had a client that came to me with 14 different mutual funds from different companies. It drove me crazy. And most of them were mutual funds with similar investments in large companies. That was not asset allocation. That was a headache. I want to introduce you to some of the asset classes that I use and others that are available. But let's be clear on why investors should consider spreading their investments among different asset classes. People use a variety of asset classes so that all of their investment value doesn't move to the same degree. Asset classes that are considered conservative will move very little in good and bad times. But listen to this. On the other hand, some asset classes that are considered aggressive will move a lot during good times and bad times. That sounds very intuitive. But by mixing the different asset classes, the intent is to have a mix that satisfies your risk tolerances. But I want to be perfectly clear about a statement that I'm going to make. No investment is isolated from the risk of loss of value. That's so important that I want to repeat it. All investments have the potential for loss of value. There's no guarantees. But with the probability of gain also comes the probability of loss. And probabilities are how I describe the usefulness of asset allocation, which is why asset allocation still works in 2022. Now, not to get too geeky, but to understand how helpful asset allocation is, you need to understand a very important investment term. That's standard deviation. Standard deviation is the probability of loss or gain. Now, let me give you a simple example. In a very general sense, most of my conservative asset allocations have a two-thirds chance of being up or down 5% at any time. Now, that means that the conservative asset allocation has a standard deviation of plus or minus 5%. But it's essential to understand that there are outliers. That is to say that there are possible outcomes that lie far outside of that normal range. But there's still possibilities even though they're outliers. For example, the outlier for the standard deviation of plus or minus 5% is that a third of the time, the investment returns can be higher than 5% or lower than 5% by quite a bit. In other words, it can be better but can also be much worse too. For the most aggressive asset allocation, the standard deviation is plus or minus 
So in this instance, the asset allocation has the probability of being up or down 15% two-thirds of the time. And the outlier of one-third of the time of the investment performance can mean it can be better or worse than that 15%. Of course, everybody is always happy about the better aspect. But it's important to understand that the worst-case scenario is a possibility. With this in mind, you can see that there's really no investment without risk. So if you want to avoid risk of investing, then I'm going to be pretty blunt. Don't invest. The concept of standard deviation is a fundamental to understanding the value of asset allocation. So if you're a little confused, rewind this recording and listen to that section again. Now, accordingly, if you want to limit your risk, use asset allocation. Conversely, if you want to eliminate risk, don't invest. Now, I'm not recommending any specific investments or investment allocations, but I want to educate you on how using different asset types may limit your risk. Now, I use seven different types of assets. That's short-term bonds, intermediate-term bonds, large-cap GARP stocks, large-cap growth stocks, small-cap stocks, international-developed stocks, and international emerging market stocks. Now, you might not see the term GARP, G-A-R-P, in item number three too often. So let me explain that just a little bit. I use the term GARP, which really means growth at a reasonable price. It's a concept of investing in value stocks, but it has some perimeters around it. In some circumstances, I don't focus on the term value because that really brings in deeply discounted stocks that have some fundamental reason why they are so cheap. In this case, I'm not looking for cheap stocks. I'm looking for stocks that are discounted but offer growth at a reasonable price. Now, there are lots and lots of other types of asset categories like collectibles and commodities and cryptocurrency and derivatives and value stocks and long-term bonds and metals and mid-cap stocks and natural resources and options and real estate and REITs. Oh my. The list of other asset categories is almost endless and no asset category is best at all times. And to show you that no asset category is the best, I want to show you research from the Callan Institute. Now, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're going to have to go to the show notes to get the link to the document that I am talking about. The chart is called the Callan Periodic Table of Investment Returns. I've used this for a long time. It's a great document. This chart shows the best and the worst performing asset classes from 2002 through 2021. Here is the major takeaway from this research. At no time during the time between 2002 and 2021 was the same asset class, the best performing asset class, two times in a row, not once. But there were years where some asset classes repeatedly were bottom performers. Callan uses eight asset classes, which is slightly different from my approach, but the asset classes are very similar. 
Now, you can see the second page that describes the asset classes through the link on their website. Since no one asset class dominates the top from year to year, but some asset classes are poor repeat performers, it's crucial. It's crucial to use asset allocation and diversify among asset classes to control your risk. Now, knowing that there are asset classes is only the beginning. The next step is allocating investments among the asset classes to change the level of risk or exposure to market volatility. Now, I've reduced the seven asset classes that I use to three, cash, stocks, and bonds, to make it much easier to understand. Then I'll give you two more specific examples of how that I use asset allocation to narrow down and expand the possibilities of investment returns. The overall emphasis of asset allocation is this point. The more bonds that you have, the more conservative your asset allocation is. And conversely, the more stocks that you have, the more aggressive that your asset allocation is. So to that point, you'll see in the example that the equity growth asset allocation is 100% stocks. If you look at the list of asset categories, it lists the conservative to aggressive categories from the top to the bottom. Now, as I mentioned at the very beginning, if you want to see the details of the asset categories for each allocation, then go to the special website that I created, assetallocationmodels.com. And I have a free PDF that you can download with all the asset allocation details for each model. Now, there is something essential for you to know. I want to tell you about this significant point by sharing with you a quote from one of my favorite poets, Robert Burns. Robert Burns wrote a poem that was called To a Mouse. Some of you may have heard it. And one of the most famous phrases in that poem is this, the best laid schemes of mice and men gang af a glee, or more commonly heard as the best laid plans of mice and men may go astray. So plan as we may with asset allocation, sometimes those outliers take over and nothing works. We saw it happen in the stock market at the very beginning of the pandemic. The world was in a panic and almost all investments dropped. But there are ways to plan for those times. But that is a topic for another day. And finally, I want to say I really hope that this information has helped you to grow your financial knowledge because the more that you can grow your financial knowledge, the more in control that you're going to be of your financial future. And finally, I'll say, please be sure to listen or to read the disclosure that follows this show. And here's the disclosure. Richard's Financial Planning, LLC, is an investment advisor. This publication's content reflects the views of Richard Financial Planning, LLC, and sources deemed to be reliable. There are many different interpretations of investment statistics and other ideas on best using that information. This recording is for educational and informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. 
The views expressed do not constitute an offer to buy or sell securities. There are no warranties expressed or implied regarding accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from any information that's presented. The opinions expressed are as of the date of the recording. Opinions are subject to change. Views and opinions of guests are not necessarily those of Richards Financial Planning, LLC, its owners, employees, or affiliates. Richards Financial Planning, LLC, and its affiliates are not associated with the guest or the affiliates unless otherwise stated. Van Richards is a managing member of Richards Financial Planning, LLC. The stock quotes, charge articles, or any other statements regarding the market or additional financial information is obtained from our supplier sources, and we believe it to be reliable. However, we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Our company, our employees, or our information providers, guests, or affiliates are not liable for any errors or inaccuracies related to this presentation. It does not matter what the cause might be for any possible mistake. We cannot be responsible for inaccuracies. Richards Financial Planning LLC only transacts business in states where it is appropriately registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. It does not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. When considering this material, you should discuss your circumstances with professionals in those areas before you make any decisions. The information contained in this presentation does not consider your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs. To evaluate if any investment is suitable for you, you should consider your financial position, investment objective, and risk tolerance before making any investment decisions. The past performance is not a guarantee of future results, and all investments are subject to investment risk, which includes the possible loss of principal.